everybody. Welcome to Digging Deeper Jazz. I'm Jeff Antoniak. So I want to talk about getting ghosting with notes. I want you to start ghosting some notes. So let's talk about this. This isn't so much about what you're playing, but I want to talk about how you're playing. And this is something I draw a sharp line in, in my own practice and in all the teaching I do at Jazz Wire and with all the students around the world is um, what are you playing? So sometimes somebody needs to work on what they're playing. This is all great. Let's work on, you know, this A half diminished chord. Let's figure out what to play there. Cool. Let's learn this new scale. That's what you should be practicing. A lot of us do not need any more what's. A lot of us have enough what's. What's holding a lot of us back is how. How are we playing what we already know? You don't need more stuff. You need to play the stuff you already know better. So this could be all the instruments that we play, the technique on the piano, technique on the drums, technique on the saxophone, right? So it could be our tone, our articulation, a million other things. So inside Jazzwire, I am hearing people who are tearing. I mean, they are sounding fantastic. What they're playing is great. And so it's gotten to the point where to get better, they don't need the next new thing. We need to work on how they are playing. So here's one of the things that I'm talking about. Getting um, some shape and dimension into what we play, into our lines. Ghosting. So um, the analogy is always language. I just said there, the analogy, just there, analogy. I didn't say analogy. I didn't pronounce all those syllables the same, analogy. Now, you may say that a little bit different. I may be more dramatic with how I change my volume when I speak, or I may be less dramatic than the next person. Some people are more deadpan. Some people are, you know, kind of more out there with uh, how they do accents in their language. That makes us sound like individuals. But the bottom line is every human being, I just said it there, every human being, um, puts some shape into their language. If not, you sound like that old computer voice from the 1963 sci-fi movie where everything was said with the same volume. It wasn't even the same rhythm, but all the syllables. It didn't sound human. Well, okay, I want your jazz to sound human. I don't want you to sound like a computer when you're playing this stuff. So what it is, is we have to pick where we play louder and where we play softer. Today, I'm talking specifically about softer. Look at this PDF. And by the way, I've got a two-page PDF for you. I wrote a little etude on a blues. I actually used this one um, in a previous Digging Deeper back like two years ago. But it's a good etude and, it's, and it works out well. And by the way, it's transposed for all instruments. E-flat instruments, B-flat instruments, C, bass clef. So yeah, just send me an email. I'll send this thing off to you. So let's look at the first example. I'm just going to play this thing. I'm just going to count myself in just so you can hear what's going on. And then I want to talk about how I'm shaping. I'm not, I don't care so much about the notes and the rhythms. I care about how I'm shaping it. So I just played with my metronome on two and four, played that thing for you. Now, what I want you to listen for, go back and listen to it again. Did I play everything at the same volume? That would have sounded crazy. Mm -hmm. 
And the thing is, I was still swinging. I was still playing with a good sound, but just everything was flat out. It had no shape. It had no dimension. It had no humanity to it. So how do we get humanity into our playing? How do we get emotion into our playing? We know we want it, but it's like, that's so artsy. How could we talk about that? No one could possibly teach that. Well, yeah, <laughs> I can teach it. And uh, so can plenty of other good teachers. So what we do, it has to do with this relative volume. So look at the uh, first example here. This is taken from the fifth and sixth measure. And now what I'm gonna do is when the line comes down, when we descend down and there is a lowest note relative to notes around it, I'm gonna play that softer. So these first three or four notes. So I put those notes in parentheses just to let you know which ones I'm looking at. There were two notes there, and I played those incredibly softly to the point where they maybe didn't speak. Here's the important part. Even if that note didn't speak, my air didn't stop. So it was totally legato. So that's the trick part that a lot of you are going to find huge challenges with. Uh, by the way, this may sound like, oh yeah, I remember hearing this back in middle school. This is so hard to do, so hard to do. I'm talking about the semi-pros at Jazzwire. There are folks that are gonna be challenged by this. So yeah, um, so that idea of when you come down to that low note, the, the difference between my high notes and my low notes, my high notes might be 70, 80% volume, my low notes are like 5% volume. That takes incredible control and technique. Playing the piano to pick like that on the guitar, to pluck like that on the bass, incredible control to play like that on the drums, which of course drummers have to do this too, right? The hand control to do that on the bass drum. Yeah, this is serious, serious professional level technique that I want you to get because this is how you get swinging. This is where swing and feel comes from. It requires a boatload of technique, but it's not wiggling our fingers fast technique, it's control technique. Cool. Let me play that, those two measures for you one more time. And the reminder is, how did I know to ghost those notes? They were the lowest notes relative to notes around it. If we were to connect all those notes with a pencil line, just draw a pencil, play connect the dots, there's going to be highs and lows. Every time there's a low, every time there's a trough, that is the note you ghost. There's one exception there. Um, it's on the end of four, that G on the end of four. Um, I'm not ghosting it, even though it's low relative to the two notes around it. It happens, the composer happens to have written an accent there. So that kind of gets, that means we're gonna accent it. Whatever, whatever you think should happen, the composer said. So we're gonna do that. So aside from that exception, that's the deal. So I'm gonna play the etude one more time for you. And um, what I want you to do is go through and maybe circle notes or highlight all the notes. First of all, do that thing with the pencil, like seriously, mark up your sheet. Find those notes that are those troughs and mark them. And then go back and listen. Did I do it on all of them? <laughs> 
Did I ghost lower notes more and did I ghost higher notes less? These are good questions to ask yourself. Hey, by the way, I've, I've brought up Jazzwire a couple times here. If you watch these videos, I'm talking about Jazzwire all the time. It's because I'm proud of it and because if you ask the hundreds of people that are there, they will tell you there's nothing like it in the world. So if you'd like a tour of Jazzwire to see what it's really about and, and like really like doing a screen share thing, a personal tour for you and you alone to go through and see what's up and ask some questions, do that. Click on the link below and, um, and it's easy. You just, you know, pick a time, pick a date and a time you'd like to do a tour. No, you know, no, no uh, requirements or anything from there, but I think you'd have a blast with that. And since I'm making announcements, um, I did my uh, first ever Digging Deeper webinar a week or two ago, and it was a huge success. Five, 600 people uh, attended and asking questions. It was just so many good, intelligent questions from you adult musicians out there. So I'm going to be doing the next one on Wednesday, May 20th, 2020, May 20th. Um, one o'clock in the afternoon, New York City time. So wherever you're at in the world, one o'clock New York time. Um, and if you just come to the YouTube channel, Jeff Antoniak Educator, the channel many of you are watching this on right now, uh, nothing to do, nothing to even register for. And at that point, you can chat in and ask questions during the webinar. It'll be a blast. So put that in your calendar. Okay, let me play this for you one more time. And um, I want you to be analyzing and listening for those low parts. So it's important to listen to anything in at least a couple different ways. The two most important ways are listen analytically. We're not having fun here. Music, jazz, not fun. <laughs> at least not right now. So I want you to listen analytically, right? If you want to be a filmmaker, watch films, but like watch them with a critical eye. Try to learn something. So what did you hear there? Ask those questions. Analyze. Did I do what I said I was going to do? How did I do it? Okay, so you'll try to dig a little deeper into it. Now, the second way to uh, listen is yes, for fun and to, to try to get emotion, to try to be moved. Okay, so now the question would be when you listen back to it, did it have a flow? Did it swing nicely? How did it feel, right? And then we start putting those two things together with your analytical knowledge of what creates what, and now with that more intuitive knowledge of I choose this, which is what artists do all day long, you can choose a feel, choose a vibe, choose a type of humanity you want here, and you actually know how to do it. So like I said before, so that's great. I mean, everyone listening to this is gonna get further down the road than you were seven minutes ago, guaranteed. Now here's the thing. There are so many ways <laughs> to not get this right. Um, and I'm saying that because I did eight years of university, studied with many of the finest teachers around, and I've worked with thousands of students over the years, and um, really good players, and there's just so many ways to get this kind of wrong. That's why actors take acting lessons. That's why orators take diction lessons. That's why we study this stuff, right? The odds of you nailing this on your own, pretty small. 
So I would just recommend that you get uh, some help, get someone to listen, get someone to give you feedback. Of course, that's what we do at Jazzwire day in, day out, seven days a week. So that's a fantastic place to do it. If you have another place to do it, do that. Fantastic. You're set. Okay. Well, I hope I'm going to see you on May 20th for the uh, webinar that's coming up and definitely hope that you're going to sign up and do one of those tours at Jazzwire and see what I've been talking about for all this time. And start working with the shape. Start ghosting some of those lower notes. And I think you're going to find that you start swinging a little harder than you uh, are used to hearing. Have a good time with it. Thank you.